Founded in 1995, Heartland Brewery started off with two locations in Manhattan. Since then, they've expanded to many more and a brewery. Let's go inside and discover what they're cooking up and maybe a little extra as well. Kelly Taylor, I'm the brewmaster of Heartland Brewery. Uh, I started off as a home brewer in college. Over the course of a few years, I developed a taste for homemade beers and I got a job at a small brew pub in uh, my college town, kind of uh, offset a lot of my beer costs and worked my way up ever since. Started home brewing while I was working in labs. In 1993, I got my uh, first brewing job. Uh, Wild Goose Brewery in Cambridge, Maryland, in Zip City, which was in Manhattan. That turned into the tap room in Manhattan, and it's been Heartland since 2001. My name is Sam Richardson, and I'm the head brewer for Heartland Brewery. I'm from Portland, Oregon, and I think that everybody there loves beer. I think it's always been something that I've been interested in. When I was thinking about what I wanted to do, I became aware of the fact that there was a couple schools that had fermentation science programs within their food science departments. Because I knew about these programs, I started thinking it would be a good possibility for work for me. So. I went to Oregon State. I did fermentation science as my specialty. I've been working in breweries ever since. Well, Heartland uh, originally was a, a brew pub at 16th Street, Union Square West, 1995. They started off. They opened up another brew pub in uh, 1997 up in Midtown by Radio City Music Hall. So they had two brew pubs by the time I came across them in 2000. I got a job, I was actually, when I first moved to New York in uh, 98, I started using my degree, which was International Business in Russian and Eastern European Studies. And I was, I was actually working for a Japanese trading company in Midtown Manhattan for a couple of years. And then I, doing business travel and traveling around, I couldn't take that anymore, so I started looking for jobs in breweries again. I gotta lose a certain suit and tie, find my boots, and get, and get going. Harland was hiring for an assistant brewer down at Union Square. So I went down there, I brought a home brew that I did in my apartment in Manhattan down uh, as a resume beer. I put my brewing resume as a label on the bottle and brought that to the interview. I said, here's my beer. I brewed this at 33rd Street, 2nd Avenue. Let's go. So they really liked it. They brought me in the next day for a working interview and then I was hired. And then in fall of 2001, I became head brewer of Heartland Brewery. We opened up the Heartland Brewery Chop House on 43rd Street that same year. So at that point, we had three pubs that brewed their own beer. We were looking at putting some more restaurants together and we didn't really want to have to put breweries in each one because it starts to get really expensive in Manhattan to have manufacturing pay retail rent. And retail rent in New York City is pretty ex excessive. So we decided to find one place where we could manufacture all the beer and then we could open up more restaurants and not have to worry about different sets of pumps, different brewers, different grain deliveries, different used grain removal. It's like the whole thing. It's just a logistical pain in the ass. So, in fall of 2002, we found this place and uh, opened this up as a brewery in 2003. This building was a turn of the century, around 1900 or so. It looks like it was remodeled in the 50s or 60s. We think it was a repackaging from the Long Island uh, dairies bringing the milk in and repackaging it and sending it out in the little jugs. When we got here, it had been vacant for a couple years and it was an auto glass manufacturing place before that, auto glass installation. We walked in here and couldn't believe that there was 10,000 square feet of 30-foot ceilings available in this section of Brooklyn. The beer drinkers of New York City are very fortunate because we got to really 
expand and, and brew a lot of beer without any kind of restriction. Our primary market is one city, New York City. New York City, it's like eight million people. 15 million if you count the uh, outlying areas. So that's our market, which is pretty substantial for a brewery this size. There's three breweries, four breweries, I mean it's, and they're all, they're all tiny in comparison. We're able to turn our product around fairly quickly, keep it as fresh as possible. We don't have to go very far to do a market study. We just have to go to Midtown Manhattan or the Lower East Side and, and go in and talk to people that are drinking most of our beer and know where they're coming from versus if you're distributing all over the country, you've got different markets. Now, now you're doing the real marketing game. Most of what people are getting and most of what they're interested in are beers from all over the country. Everybody wants to be in New York. So the beer bars here are great. You can get everything, but you can't get, the local options are still catching up. Some of the beers that we make for Heartland, uh, for example, we do the, the Smiling Pumpkin Ale. I love pumpkins. I love the fall, the harvest, the beer season, that time of year. And, it, and that's a fun, old kind of homebrew thing to do. Just ah, cinnamon and pumpkin, ginger and cloves, and the full nine yards, and throw it in there and have fun with it. And that's one I just I love to do. Problem with that one is when we have to brew it, it's August. It's like 100 degrees in here. <laughs> and you just don't want to smell cinnamon when it's 100 degrees. It's just not pleasant. <laughs> you know, it's, it's irritating, actually. And then after a while, uh, you're, you're, you like to, to have that smell. We make a lot of beers for our lands. So we have you know, the seven standard beers that we make for them. And then we have usually three different seasonals on at a time. The uh, Not Tonight Honey Porter, which is on draft now, that was the, my resume beer. I do it every year you know, in February. So I think it's a good time for porters. It's an old uh, Martha Washington recipe. You know, it's like the molasses and the honey and the licorice root, every kind of burned malt you could find. <laughs> Just kind of throw it in there and see what happens. Every year they ask me, the, the brewers ask me, like, is this recipe right? Throw <laughs> yeah. so it in there, fine. What else have we got? Oh, we got some candy sugar? Yeah. I think we put maple syrup in there this year. One of the beers we have on Heartland right now is the, uh, the Quad Bock, which is the 10 year anniversary uh, beer that I did for Heartland. 10 malts, 10 hops, 10% alcohol, 10 years. We aged some of that in for 10 weeks in Jack Daniels barrels. And that's available at the Heartland Union Square right now. Because that's, you know, Heartland Union Square is really primarily local. Focus. It's local people, it's college students, it's people at the farmer's market, it's farmers. You know, <laughs> there's farmers in there, you know, it's a little bit different than the Empire State Building. Not a lot of farmers there. There might be German farmers or English farmers, a lot of Europeans in the Empire State Building, but, but it's not, not a real big local spot. Keg room collapsed this year. I don't know if that's funny. <laughs> it wasn't an intern either, it was a paid employee. It really wasn't meant for having anything on top, so the whole keg room kind of collapsed. The funny thing about that was it was four days before we were remodeling our new keg room. We had an expansion crew in here the next day, scheduled to come in. We had construction people scheduled to come in and start construction. So they came in, they kind of looked at the old one, they, they were a little confused as to what we were doing. And we were like, well, we just kind of got a head start on it here, didn't we? <laughs> you know? But it took us a couple days to dig out, and we lost some product, and you know, it's, it's not particularly happy.
Kelly's kind enough to show me how to take a gravity reading from one of these big tanks. Take the cup, put it right up there underneath the little, the little spout. Don't worry, there's 2,000 gallons of beer in there, so if you make a mistake, you're gonna be really, really wet. Cool. How much is enough? Is that good? That's good, yeah. All right, there cool. you go. Now we can we pull it over this direction. So get another cup and you just uh, rinse them back and forth, back and back, forth. Back and forth? I do it about 10 times. Nice and you froth Wait. them up. Got it. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Seven. Eight. So what you're doing there is you're knocking the CO2 bubbles out of the solution by aerating it. The air is mostly nitrogen, right? Yep. So the nitrogen settles right out, pulls, scrubs the CO2 out, and gets the, the little tiny bubbles out of there so you can take a, a, a specific gravity reading on it. Cool. With the hydrometer. So the important thing is you take that, pull it out of there, take that, pull that in there. Okay, so you get a little bit of little bit of bubbles on there. Kind of pull them out, give it a spin. And kind of get kind of get an idea of where we're at in there. So in this cool. little bit here, that's the Kelso IPA. Okay, you always got to have a little bit to sample. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely delicious. I take it out of here. <laughs> yeah, so that's plugging along. That's going to be done in a few days. To all you homebrewers out there, it's not that different. Just make sure you get those bubbles out of that beer so you get the right reading. Yeah, people people get a little like, concerned because it's a lot of beer in there. Yeah, cup. exactly. Thanks <laughs> for showing me. Certainly, my pleasure. Cool. If I had a billion dollars, I'd, I'd probably be running a, a, a floating brewery in the Cayman Islands somewhere. <laughs> you, know, awesome. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> floating around, like knocking golf balls off the back deck. Fishing, yeah. <laughs> Got to work, put a lot of work into it, and uh, it's rewarding because uh, you get one of the few industries in America where people are still actually making something. A lot of long days, a lot of running, a lot of, you know, it's all about time management. You can be doing ten different things, you know, managing a couple different brews, running a filter. I mean, it's it's pretty intense. If, if I could have any job in the world, I'd still be a brewer. When you're consuming something, you're putting something inside your body for consumption, taste it. And pay attention to it, and it, it's a, it makes it a lot more interesting. It makes it a lot more enjoyable when you, when your palate starts to open up like that and you start picking out different flavors. It just lends a different layer of experience to to your life instead of just inhaling and consuming. And that all comes from drink fresh local beer. You like good beer? You like good food? Try some Heartland Brewery. You can find them in Midtown Manhattan or anywhere else in Manhattan. Thanks for watching the Brewery Show. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at YouTube.com. Flash Brewery Show. Until next time. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep All right, walking. Enough. Keep walking. I'm turning my mic off. This Keep is absurd. Keep walking. Keep walking.